Chaplin. <laughs> Welcome to the market. Hi. Go ahead and park it. Hope that you are starving. Debbie Roots Deep got me thinking it's a parsnip. Every week I get knowledge to go. A year before everyone, how did they know? Figuring how they go college to pros. I pop it on listen and now I'm the pro. I'm still trying to grow. And they do the same. Hundreds of teams, too many to name. And yet they are filtering everything. Only the best, Shane Hallaman Kane. Marketplace, marketplace. Debbie is everything, marketplace. Finding the talent is art, I'd say. I leave it to them while I carve my name. Market Marketplace, marketplace, Debbie is everything marketplace. Finding the talent is art, I'd say. I leave it to them while I carve my name. Hey! Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Debbie Marketplace Podcast. Kane, Shane, and Nelly back with you again. Today we got a fun one. Um, we have a Debbie depleted draft that we're going to do. I know when you're in a Debbie league, and you listen to kind of the Debbie mock drafts, a lot of those players probably already taken. So we're going to do a, a depleted one. Nelly will explain that when we get there. But first, we are going to do a quick nonsense draft because we like talking about nonsense, and I'm fat, and I want to talk about food. So uh, we're just going to do a best desserts draft uh, real quick. Just uh, what do we do, Shane? Five rounds? Is that what we normally do? Yeah, I think we usually do five. That's good. Um. How, how do we want it? Anyone want the first pick? Is there a clear first pick? I don't think there's a clear first pick, and I don't want the first pick because I think this is going to get contentious in terms of the specificity of, of each pick. In terms <laughs> of it certainly is. I can already feel it. Yeah, uh, when yeah. I brought this, I brought it this uh, topic right before we hit record here. Uh, so it's going to be a little contentious. Um, I'll go first. How's that? Yeah, sure, sure. No, take it. Um, and I just for you, Nelly, I'm going to be specific. Oh, what a guy! I would, I would like chocolate chip cookies. Oh, I should have gone first. That's what I want. <laughs> you don't think I would go first? Chocolate <laughs> chip cookies are so good. Oh, like, so and good. you can technically have a bad chocolate chip cookie, but like. A bad chocolate chip cookie is an oatmeal raisin cookie. You know what I mean? And like, I like oatmeal raisin cookies, yeah, but like, chocolate oh, chip no cookies are just cookies. much better. Yeah, it's a good pick. That was the first thing that came to mind. Thanks, Millie. Yeah, I, I, I think it's a good pick. I don't, I feel like chocolate chip cookies by themselves aren't like filling as a dessert. Like, I feel like I, I it's not like. I think chocolate sure. cookie. I don't think. I don't think dessert. I'm not trying to get know? filled up. No, no, no. But uh, you know, you know what I'm saying. Like, I feel like it's more snack than dessert to me. Mm. That's my opinion. Yeah. Great point. Terrible pick, Kane. Wait until you <laughs> eat them. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Then uh, uh, they're pretty good. Nelly, you want to go uh, second or third? Um, I'll go second. I have a pick right. I want to make. All right. Let's hear it. Um, I'm gonna take ice cream. Fair. Just all ice cream? Yeah, I'm I'm gonna go vague here. <laughs> like like Kane goes chocolate chip cookies. Nelly's like, I will take every flavor of ice cream. <laughs> yeah. Um you guys can you guys can push back against that if you want, but I think it's I think it's a category. No, it's fine. I think yeah, I think you're I think you're fine. Yeah, yeah. But realize that like that means no additives on top. No, you've I don't. Taken, you've you've I, taken scoops of ice cream, is what you've taken. Correct. You haven't taken ice cream on cream. Its own. You haven't taken chocolate syrup. None of that. Correct. It, it, I'm not drafting a sundae. I'm drafting a, a scoop of ice cream. Okay. And no, you, I'm totally your, good with that. We could use we your could imagination. Then, we could then choose an ice cream snack if we wanted to. Yes. A specific ice cream snack. Yes, you could. Okay. Then I have no problems. So can this specific ice cream snack have a scoop of ice cream in it? Of course, that's, it has to. Fine. Okay. Yes. Right. I, I guess that's fair. I guess I should, you know. It, it kind of uh, has to or else it doesn't have ice cream. <laughs> it doesn't have ice cream in it. Um, all right. Uh, I have my 103 for sure. Okay. I'm just trying to stall for like the 201. But I, I'm going to take brownies at the 103. I think like a really good 
fudgy brownie is tremendous. So that's an easy pick for me with what's left on the board. Good pick. I don't hate it. Yeah. The the next one's a little bit harder. Because... Mm, no... Like I, I, I feel very like fake going doing what Nelly did. No offense to, to Nelly, I was just feeling like, <laughs> like, like, I, like I'm just gonna take a whole category of things when they're very specific, <laughs> like flavors of that thing that I feel like should be eligible. Um, I don't know which I don't know which way to go. I, I guess I'm gonna go specific here. I'm gonna take apple pie at the 201. And I like, especially if I can, you know, steal some of Nelly's ice cream and put it on top of the apple pie, then I'm really in, you know, all a mode, but I'll take apple pie. Oh, man. Those are my two picks. I'm screwed now. I have no idea where I'm going. Ooh, no. Mm. Nelly's like, like sugar. I'm just anything. <sighs> Um. Yeah, I mean, I'm not picky when it comes to my dessert. Those I was hoping I'd get one of those too. I'm gonna take cinnamon rolls. That might be a see. It's like a breakfast dessert. I don't really think you don't eat cinnamon rolls as a dessert. So I guess that by default makes it kind of a bad pick. But I I love cinnamon rolls. Like I don't know. I would eat them for desserts if it was socially acceptable nelly what a terrible pick there uh just a real pooper uh certainly helps me out um i don't have to worry about a pick that bad um but i have a lot of choices here um i'm gonna i know i'm super lactose intolerant but i have to take something ice cream related uh i'm gonna i'm gonna take a milkshake always good uh milkshakes are delicious and sure you can you can give me like the oh they don't fill you up they do when you're lactose intolerant shane because <laughs> your stomach starts hurting it's the, the classic dessert of milkshake yeah the the old goodie um now oof, i the problem is i don't know how you you guys feel about these desserts so i don't Okay. Yeah, it's a wild card for all of us, I feel like. Yeah, I feel like first, well, five out of the first six were regular. <laughs> <laughs> I know, Milkshake was a terrible pick. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> that's, that's um, I'm going to go with my heart here. Um, and truly, an incredible, incredible dessert that I probably don't have that often is like real homemade peach cobbler. Mm. peach cobbler is terrific especially when you get it when it's still warm it almost has like that that real thick kind of caramely texture around the peaches uh just incredible uh, so i'm gonna take that here not a traditional pick uh nelly will probably say something mean about this pick here because he doesn't eat fruit but uh i think it's a good one yeah that pick stinks yeah, but you've had peach cobbler and you know it's delicious. Yeah, it is good. It's really good. I actually think it's a good pick. Maybe a little early, but I think it's a good pick. But I, I think we're already out of the like super, super obvious ones. Disagree. Maybe. I guess we'll see. I think my next pick is a little chalk. I'm dipping back into the ice cream well. I think it's a very different dessert. I'm going ice cream sandwich, like an ice cream cookie sandwich. So you have the chocolate chip cookie, you have the vanilla ice cream another chocolate chip cookie that is like why don't i just take a little bit of all your desserts and put them into a glass and that'll be my last place <laughs> it is very it's a very distinctly different experience than eating a chocolate chip cookie or eating ice cream it's like it's it's different it's a unique dessert it absolutely it, it absolutely qualifies here and it's a fantastic dessert yeah it takes the worst part of both of them 
which is super hard ice cream, and puts it around super cold chocolate chip cookies. You're not having the you're not having the good ones then. You get it from the freezer, Nelson. Yes. You're gonna tell me the cookie's not cold from the freezer. There's this one brand. I, I don't know the brand and uh off the it's top chip of my witch, head. Chipwitch is that's like the classic one. There's one that I had recently that was absolutely the cookie was soft, so it was incredible. It was like a Swedish brand. That just means that the freezer wasn't cold. No, because the ice cream was cold. <laughs> oh my goodness. All right. I, I'm, like, I'll make my two picks. Uh 303. I'm gonna take cheesecake. I think I think cheesecake is underrated. I think especially like you get, get some different flavor, nice Oreo cheesecake. There's a lot of different varieties. Uh, I like even a, just a good old New York cheesecake, a little raspberry on there. Boom. Pop it, strawberry, raspberry. Uh, I, have, I have a pick I want. I'm going to wait till round five. I think it's going to make it back to me. So the 401, I'm going to take s'mores. No! S'mores are fire, literally fire. I mean, s'mores <laughs> are so good. That is a, a great, great fall dessert. Perfect. S'mores for one. Go. That's on my list. Oh, yeah. Didn't get the s'mores, Kane. Got to take Peach Cobbler instead. I would take Peach Cobbler over s'mores any day of the week normally. So I'm fine with it. It's fair. But you, Peach Cobbler would come back to you. I, know. I think, I think s'mores cool. stink. That pick what? stinks. What? They're so much cooler in concept than in practice. They taste terrible. What you um, th- oh yeah, chocolate grape cracker marshmallow. God, I thought you went to school terrible. in Vermont. Yeah, what what is this? What Who do you think you? people in Vermont do? Sit around fires and grill s'mores all day? Yes. <laughs> what else is that? No. Um, yeah, good point. Not much sun. Um, okay, real quick, I found the I found the ice cream sandwich I was talking about. The brand is called Nick's. It's called a cram. K-R-A-M. Look it up. So good. Go find it. It's actually healthier. It's a healthier option. Delicious. So at least 402 is the cram. Um, no, that was my that was my oh. 302. My 402, a little bit of an odd pick. I love bread pudding. Give me bread pudding. Like, like a good All bread pudding right. is good, but I don't think I, I don't think it's draftable. Well, I'm not drafting a bad bread pudding. I'm drafting You're a You're gonna get one. a couple traditional germans to vote for you though so that's good that's, that's i'm trying to get fiegel to vote for me well, the one german shot here <laughs> they certainly got a shot here um oof. so now i can cross off s'mores and you can cross off bread pudding <laughs> yeah <laughs> that was my worry um I don't know how from the heart I want to go here. God. Oof, this is tough for me. I'm going to go with what I believe to be the best cake. And it will be very specific. Um, I'm going to take Trace Leches. Oh. Oh, that pick is so good. Damn. Yeah, it is. Trace uh, Leches, incredible. Again, terrible for my digestive system as a lactose intolerant human. But so good. Um, oof. I'm between two here. Um, Last pick. I know, and I'm between two. I went with my heart with Trace Leches. Uh, because the problem is, out of my last two picks, I can easily house like six of them. So they're both very good. Um, I'm going to take, I'm going to go a little more chalk here uh, with this pick. I'm just going to take cupcakes. That's fair. That's fair. That's probably where cupcakes should go. Like cupcakes are are solid. Like I don't ever pass up a cupcake. I think that right. says more to do with my eating habits than like 
cupcakes themselves. That's, but that's fair. <laughs> so as a fellow fat man, I agree. <laughs> yeah, I feel, I'm gonna I'm gonna say cupcakes here. <laughs> Nelly, just wait until you finally come to Canton and you get to see Shane and I eat together. Oh God, it's, it's a <laughs> it's mess. It's fun. I don't. I mean, I don't underestimate me. Uh, yeah, I, I will. Cook. I'll be hand in hand with you guys. You're young. It's good. We're, we're because we snacks. will judge all your food choices. <laughs> yes. Which are fantastic. I've got a great fifth round pick. This is my 101 dessert, but I knew it would be around here. Mochi ice cream. Japanese There's a reason style. why it was still around. Because, because you guys don't understand how good it is. Green tea, because, mochi ice because cream. Because red bean is better. No. I mean, it's yeah. also very good. That's a it's good point. My pick mochi, is great. You know it. It's you're, just very, trying, you're just trying to be that hipster, that cool hipster right now, taking mochi. Well, sorry that I like a good dessert. It's delicious. And it's the good thing about it, right, is it's like the perfect amount to like you want more afterwards, but you don't need more. So it like it forces you to have self-control on your own. Look, I, you're locked into this pick, but you took all ice cream, and then you took a specific ice cream. You realize that, right? <laughs> yeah, no, I, no, I, I heard it. Mochi is not mochi is like uh, similar so to I, an ice cream sandwich. It's not a flavor of ice cream. It's yeah, like a, it's, a it's like a, okay. it has the rice. So, it has the rice uh, covering, the rice flour. Ooh. Like it's okay, very good. Right. The rice flour. Yeah. No, I, you're right. You're right. You are correct, Shane. If you take. The other pick I have written down here. That's how I, I know we're linked for life. I don't, I don't think I am. I, don't, I really don't. Uh, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to take a classic dessert. I also still need an ice cream dish. So I'm oh. going to go banana split at the 503. Delicious. I, I think a good banana split is like hard to beat. Because you get, you get the different toppings. You get the bananas. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Yep. What, was, what was your other one, King? I... I couldn't decide between cupcakes and pumpkin bars. Oh, pumpkin, pumpkin bars, bars are so good with like the cream cheese frosting. Ooh. We're on different pages. I don't think I'm gonna get any votes. I had a real shocker of a draft. I also had, I also had fudge written down. Fudge, fudge. Yeah, we, man, we, we just got some fudge yesterday, this weekend. It was so good. Cookie dough is good. The problem is yeah. you have like a small bit of fudge and you're like, I'm fine for like a year. I'm good, right? right? Yeah. Like you don't need a, you don't need more fudge after that. Uh it, someone want to recap uh two good drafts and Nellie's? Uh <laughs> sure. Kane Kane's draft uh 101 chocolate chip cookies, 203 milkshake, 301 peach cobbler, 403 trace leeches. 501 cupcakes. Oh, that's Shane. a good team. Nelly's draft 102 ice cream, 202 cinnamon rolls, 302 ice cream sandwich, 402 <laughs> bread pudding, 502 mochi ice cream. And <laughs> Shane's draft 103 brownies, 201 apple pie, 303 cheesecake, 401 s'mores, 503 banana split. Nelly's draft is like if you were to ask a kid, like, what are your five favorite things? They're like, ice cream. Uh, <laughs> Chocolate chip cookie ice cream, <laughs> green ice cream. <laughs> you know, it's like I like this, I like that, and it's like, well, you already had that, but you know, we're proud of you. I'm gonna vote for myself, so I know I'll have at least one vote. We'll but that's you, a pity vote. We'll for make myself. you put the poll up. <laughs> yeah, if you end with zero, there's gonna be like that one person's like. I love bread pudding. I'm voting for Nelly. You know, it's going to be one of those. Like, bread pudding got, in the fourth round. What a steal. What a steal. <laughs> I've got some diehards. <laughs> yeah, they're just with you on the dessert draft. But let, let's get into this um, this draft that we got here. So it's a, a supplemental draft. Uh, Nelly, what are kind of the qualifications for kind of how people made it into this pool? Sure. So it's it's essentially a pool of players that you'd be able to draft in a in a Debbie rookie combined draft where uh, this isn't the league's first year. So the the player pools that is eligible is any player that was not in the Debbie top sixty ADP from the Debbie Marketplace Discord from last off season. So like 
B. John Robinson was the 101 last year in Debbie drafts. He's not in this draft because he would already be rostered in a league that this is trying to simulate. Yeah. Makes sense. Uh, anyone want to kick her off first? Yeah, I'll go first. Uh, I think there's a clear 101 in these drafts this year. It's Drake May, quarterback out of UNC. We've talked about Drake May plenty here, but um, I think uh, he's very clearly uh, in a league of his own from this player pool. Shane, you want two? Yeah, I'll, I'll take two. Um, I think at two, I am going to take Quinchon Judkins, the running back out of Mississippi. Um, I think I take him over the freshman quarterbacks and ultimately the year one production in the SEC is just unreal. little worry about the speed and athleticism, but I think, uh, I think Quinchon Judkins deserves this, the one and two spot. Uh, at the third pick, you know, there's a few different places I can go. I have two freshman quarterbacks really neck and neck for me um, between Arch Manning and Malachi Nelson. Um, I'm going to give this slight bump to Malachi Nelson here. Um, I think my rankings will soon reflect that. I think it's just safer. It's clear that Caleb Williams is going to be in the NFL draft. We don't know if Quinn Ewers, like 100% shadow of a doubt, enters the NFL draft, right? And does that mean that Quinn Ewers stays at Texas? Does that mean he transfers? I think there's just a lot of kind of question marks surrounding that, that I think it's just easier to take a much safer pick. Also in a much better offense uh, than Malachi Nelson. Obviously, that we'll talk about when someone picks Arch Manning, the safety in the last name. But for now, I'm going to take Malachi Nelson. Yeah, well, we can do it now. I'll take Arch. Uh, I think it's close here. I think there's a couple rookies that I was considering here, but I'll take Arch. I agree with Malachi Nelson over him. I think there's a chance that even if Quinn Ewers leaves next year, that Arch isn't the starter. I don't think it's a high chance, but Malik Murphy uh, – Looked really, really good this spring. Had had very glowing reports. So, not that I think that he's going to start over Arch, but that's not an obstacle that Malachi Nelson has. That being said, you said you said it pretty well. I mean, he's a Manning. He's a five star recruit. Um, it's there's a lot of good things to to back him up. One hundred and five. I'm, I'm going to dip into the rookie pool here. I'm going to take Dalton Kincaid, the tight end uh, for the Buffalo Bills. Now, um, tight end premium. So we're getting a premium in re- receptions. If Dalton Kincaid plays the Cole Beasley slot position role, I think we get a lot of targets. I think he's still underrated in drafts, even non-tight end premium drafts. Uh, and I'll take him over Debbie tight ends. I think I'll take him over the unknown of the rest of the positions Debbie wise uh, here. That puts me on at, at one Oh six. After consulting my rankings, um, I'm going to go with a guy that I've been probably hyping up like absolute mad, especially over the past um, few weeks. Um, it's Troy Franklin, the wide receiver at Oregon. I think of of all the players, especially of all the wide receivers, I think he's the one that kind of gets the least respect. Um, so I'm going to go Troy Franklin here. I think he's absolutely incredible. Uh, I think he's a guy that we're looking at as, as a top 50 pick, um, and I like him a lot. He's certainly inside my top 20 of my debut ranks. Well, I'll take... Another wide receiver, someone who already is a top 50 pick, someone who's a top 25 pick. I'll take Zay Flowers, uh, rookie wide receiver for the Baltimore Ravens out of uh, Boston College. He's probably going to be around in most of these drafts. I know a couple years ago there's a chance he was drafting your Debbie leagues, but um, for our purposes here, he was in our player pool. Um, he would be my top rookie out of this group of players. Um, I think he's in a tier with Quentin Johnston, Jordan Addison. Um, I think there's a lot to like with him. There's there's some worry about the Baltimore offense. I'm not too worried. New offensive coordinator. I believe in Lamar. Um, give me Zay Flowers. Would you have taken him over Kincaid, I assume? Yeah. Mistake. 
<laughs> Two bad drafts in a row for Nelly. <laughs> Two bad drafts in a row for Nelly. Um, oh, man. This is sticky with what's out there. I like, I, I you know what? I, I think I'm going to take, um, go off the board a little bit on my rankings, I, but I, I think I'm going to take Malik Neighbors, the wide receiver at LSU. Starting to get kind of first round buzz, uh, potential capital. I think looking at the rookie wide receivers we have available, there's no one that I feel super confident is going to, you know, got higher capital than he would. So I'm going to take him here and, and play for the upside. I'm going to take Will Levis. Um, you know, you, I could pick a quarterback and hope that he gets Will Levis's draft capital. Um, or I could just take Will Levis, who has that draft capital. Um, and sure, you can say, well, he was a second-round pick. He might not start. Cool. Uh, I can look at an entire list of quarterbacks still in college that might never start an NFL game, right? But at least he's drafted. We have that part done. Um, so let's just hope that he sees the field at some point as a second-round pick. I'm going to go running back. It's only a second running back off the board. I'm looking at this, and this running back pool stinks, which I, th- which I think speaks to the fact that like lots of the running backs that end up being high values are guys who – are coveted pretty early on. So following that theme, I'm taking the top incoming freshman running back. I'm taking Cedric Baxter uh, heading to Texas. Um, good spring reports is, is a good receiver. They've been playing him in the slot a little bit in the spring, in spring practices, which you love to hear for a big guy. Um, he's the type of guy who can be uh, like almost expected to be around to pick if things go well. I'm going to go back to the rookie well, and I'm going to take a running back here. I'm going to take Kendry Miller, running back for the Saints. He was the eighth or ninth pick in the third round, so just outside round two. Looks like a good situation, a good spot for him to you know, immediately get some work and be uh, valued to my team. Uh, last pick of the first round here, I'm going to take Zachariah Branch, the wide receiver that's at USC, the incoming freshman. Uh Absolutely electric, incredible player. I think he's a guy that after next season, he's going to be at least top two rounds in a in a Debbie startup every time. Um, just a guy that's going to hold consistent value. Um, it's clear that he's kind of becoming a, a main target and a main staple of the USC offense, even though he's really, really young. Watch the spring game. He's incredible. Um, no, he wasn't at the spring game. Um the Un- Under Armour All-American game. That's what it is. Um, he's really, really good. Just a really good player. They need help at wide receiver um, out there. So I'm going to take him. Really solid player. Shane, you want to recap those for us? Yeah. Uh, 101 was Drake May, quarterback UNC. 102, Quinchon Judkins, running back Mississippi. 103, Malachi Nelson, quarterback USC. 104, Arch Manning, quarterback Texas. 105, Dalton Kincaid, tight end Buffalo Bills. 106, Troy Franklin, wide receiver Oregon. 107, Zay Flowers, wide receiver Baltimore Ravens. 108, Malik Neighbors, wide receiver LSU. 109, Will Levis, quarterback Tennessee Titans. 110, Cedric Baxter, running back Texas. 111, Kendry Miller, running back New Orleans Saints. And 112, Zachariah Branch, wide receiver USC. So, Nelly, back to you, 201. This is really hard. I have like six guys I'm deciding between. Yeah. Um, I guess one in doubt, I go quarterback. So uh, give me Dante Moore, incoming freshman quarterback heading to UCLA. I um, think he's the likeliest of the five-star quarterback freshmen to see the field early. Uh, I know there are a bunch of fans of his in the community. Um, he's a guy who I think holds value. I think there's some upside at, at UCLA as well. I, I feel like I'm just going to be the guy that takes all the tight ends. Because in a tight end premium draft, we just had a great tight end rookie class. So I'm going to take Sam Laporta, tight end from Iowa. Right? I mean, he was taken as the third pick in the second round. So nearly a first round pick, taken ahead of Michael Mayer. And he's a pass catching tight end for the Detroit Lions, who have an awesome offense. Uh, 
Yeah, I, I'm in on Sam Laporta here. That was going to be my pick. Ah. <laughs> um, yeah, this kind of gets things down a little bit further, but I'm gonna I'm gonna take Carnell Tate, wide receiver at. Oh, that says I picked the wrong player. Um, I'm gonna take Carnell Tate, wide receiver at. Uh, Ohio State. Carnell Tate's incredible. Uh, just a really, really good player. He's kind of basically already the the uh, wide receiver two of the incoming class uh, for some. I'm going to take him here because I think the value is solid, and I think I want to try to get those guys that are going to be on the field a little bit earlier, um, and I think Carnell Tate's going to do that Ohio State. Yeah, it's a good pick. Both those guys I was considering last time. Um, I'm taking another freshman. I don't like taking this many freshmen, but I think it's the upside shots. I'm taking Justice Haynes, uh, running back at Bama already. Well, heading to Bama, but he's there already for spring practices. Nick Saban had good things to say about him, which I feel like is pretty rare from Nick Saban. Um, said he looks like a grown man. He doesn't look like a freshman if you didn't know he wasn't a freshman. Uh, I think he's got an opportunity to play early at Bama. And if he plays early at Bama as a true freshman, um, that's like wheels up value wise. Oh man, I, I I'm gonna take a day three uh, rookie here, and I'm gonna take Rashawn Johnson, the running back for the Chicago Bears. Um, I I just look at the running backs available in the Debbie pool. I'm like, I just hope they do what Rashawn Johnson did, right? Even getting early day three capital is pretty good. I like him as a potential three down back. He could be this year's Damian Pierce. I think he's worth taking over the, the Debbie players left. Um, I switched my pick last minute. I'm going to go with Nico Ayamalieva, uh, the incoming five-star at Tennessee. I think I – think think it's a better process probably to take a quarterback here a five-star quarterback than who i was going to pick which is a a good wide receiver that lost his quarterback um so i'm going to go nico here uh and he'll start next year because joe milton can't be in college for for nine years right i don't know who knows with eligibility these days um but he's probably better than joe milton um, I'll take Luke Musgrave. I think last of that kind of tier of tight ends. Um, I'm a big fan. At one point I had him as my tight end too in the class. I'm wavering on that a bit. I mean, Shane's pretty convincing with Laporta. Um, but I think he's up there. I think he's a little bit underrated early second round to the green Bay Packers who would need pass catchers. Like it's, it's always good to take the Packers second best tight end. So <laughs> that's available too. Put your money where your mouth is. Yeah, maybe it around. I will. <laughs> um. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm gonna go Katron Allen. I almost switched. I'm gonna go Katron Allen, the running back from Penn State. I I know the guy I just think is underrated. I, like I I don't love it. I feel like I should go quarterback. Um, but Allen his production was very similar to, to Nick Singleton. I think Singleton's a little more athletic, but I think we could be talking about both these guys, potential top 50 picks. Uh, so I'll take the upside shot with Allen. Oh, I feel like I'm going to get backdoored into Connor Wegman here. Yes. Uh, I think that says more about the player pool than it does about Connor Wegman. Um, no, but I'm not. Here, you I'm going to go Kyle that. McCord. Uh, quarterback at Ohio State. I think I want a, a starting quarterback that just plays at a better offense than Connor Wegman. That's better than Connor Wegman. That throws the ball better than Connor Wegman. Has better weapons than Connor Wegman. Uh, I'll take Kyle McCord. Uh, you're wrong about like half of those things, but that's no. I'm <laughs> no, um, I'm not. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll take Barry and Brown, wide receiver at Kentucky, uh, second-year guy. Um, there's probably a chance he got drafted in some Debbie drafts last year, but I think it's unlikely. Um, he's really the last of the Debbie wide receivers available that 
non-freshman Debbie wide receivers available that I think have a shot, like a realistic shot at, at day one draft capital. He's a really good athlete. Um, so that, that's what leads me to take him here. It's a, it's a solid pick. Uh, the document's dying for me that we're drafting on, but I'm going to take Jonathan Mingo, my receiver for the Carolina Panthers here. I, I like I'll keep taking rookies. You can keep taking like small Debbie receivers. I'll take a, a big, <laughs> big, a big NFL receiver that got early day two draft capital. That's going to be the perfect X fit. You know, he, he doesn't have a great profile, but neither did Michael Pittman. Uh, and uh, Frank Reich kind of handpicks that X receiver. So I think I'll, I'll keep going with Jonathan Mingo. That was going to be my pick. Yeah, I sniped you a couple times with these rookies. I know, but I'm glad I got Kyle McCord. I know you were going to go him. So. I was going to go that way, yeah. Yeah. Because um, go Bucks. Go Forever Bucks. and always. <laughs> um, this is tough for me here. Uh, I could go a really solid tight end, both in the NFL or in college. Um, could continue to go some freshman wide receivers. Um. Oof. I don't like any of this. Um, Can I always take Connor Wakeman? Uh, still there. I will avoid <laughs> Connor Wakeman. Um, I guess I'm just going to continue to go back to the freshman wide receiver pool. Um, if I didn't get it right with Carnell Tate, I'm going to take Brandon Innes. And hope that I get it right with one out of the two. Um, another incredible wide receiver. Well, that's the end of the second. Yeah, yeah, I can recap. Uh, 201, Dante Moore, quarterback UCLA. 202, Sam Laporta, tight end Detroit Lions. 203, Carnell Tate, wide receiver, the Ohio State University. 204, Justice Haynes, running back for Alabama. 205, Roshan Johnson, running back, Chicago Bears. 206, Nico Ayamaliava, quarterback, Tennessee. 207, Luke Musgrave, tight end, Green Bay Packers. 208, Keetron Allen, running back, Penn State. 209, Kyle McCord, quarterback, The Ohio State University. 210, Barry and Brown, wide receiver, Kentucky. 211, Jonathan Mingo, wide receiver, Carolina Panthers. And 212, Brendan Ennis, wide receiver, the Ohio State University. Do we have one more kind of quick round in us? Yeah, yeah I, th- I think we can run one more. Yeah, I'm going to go. I'm going to go Rasheed Rice. I think there's a discussion to be had about when the second round wide receivers start to come off the board versus like the rest of these Debbie guys. And I think at this point, to exceed what Rasheed Rice is at this point is uh, an unlikelihood for for most of these guys. No, that's fair. I think it's a good pick. Um, I am going to go with. JT Sanders, Jatavian Sanders, tight end for the University of Texas. Um, we talked about him on our second podcast, former you know edge rusher athlete, moved to tight end, and he's looking like a potential first-round pick. Oh, that's a good pick. That was going to be my pick. Um, I'm going to go with Roderick Robinson. Um running back at Georgia. I, I just think he's solid. And he's probably going to be a guy that's going to be rising up some stuff, right? Obviously, we don't know how Georgia's running back room is going to shake out, but I think he's definitely a guy I would try to put some stock in, especially as as we're kind of getting down here in the depths. Um, I will, I'll go Connor Wegman. I believe... I think he's underrated. He's unnecessarily slandered. He's a five-star quarterback and above-average offense in the best conference in the country who looked decent as a freshman. Solid. I will take Jalen Hyatt, wide receiver for the New York Giants here. Jalen Hyatt, fire. Make it happen. Ugh. Um, I'm up here. I just don't know if I see any 
NFL players that I really, really want. Um, but I should probably take one. It is still tight end premium. I'm going to just take the guy that I think went into the best offense possible remaining. And that's uh, Luke Schoonmaker, the uh, tight end out of Michigan that went to the Cowboys. He's basically walking in as the guy there. Um, I'm going to take it. I think he's solid enough. Uh, he obviously won't get all the targets that that we saw go to tight ends last year for the Cowboys, but I think he's solid enough to, to get a, a portion of those. I'll go quarterback again. I'll go Jackson Arnold at, at uh, Oklahoma, the last of the five-star quarterbacks, the most athletic of the five-star quarterbacks, the most underrated of the five-star quarterbacks. Uh, this is later than I would probably normally target him. I was actually going to take him next, and I like never take Jackson Arnold, so it's pretty good. Uh, I am going to take Trey Benson, running back for Florida State. I think he's going to be a, a fairly dominant running back this year. Nelly and I are on the uh, Seminole bandwagon, so Trey Benson, good late-round shot to take. Uh, I'm going to go back to the uh, running back well, I think, here. Excuse me, running back, not running back, wide receiver. I'm going to try for Antonio Williams. I have to have hope, right, that that he can put together a solid season. Um, so I'll take him here. I think he's a really solid player. Yeah. Uh, 310, I will go, I believe, the last second-round wide receiver available. Again, same kind of concept as Rasheed Rice. I'm going Jaden Reed at – for the Green Bay Packers, uh, rookie wide receiver out of Michigan State. Uh, again, it's just like there's a shot that there's a Debbie guy that I could like pluck off this board that exceeds what um, Jaden Reed is right now, but it's an unlikelihood. Oh, man. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know who to take with this last pick. It should be more more fun than this. Um, I'd take the Packers' best tight end, right? I, I, mean, I guess I should. It's my last pick, so I'll do it. I'll take Tucker Craft, the best tight end on the Green Bay Packers. He will be better than Luke Musgrave. Clip it right now. <laughs> I'm going to take the rest of... Of the freshman wide receivers, I guess. I'm going to take Makai Lemon here. Um, he's a, another good wide receiver going to SC. Um, if I missed on Zachariah Branch, Makai Lemon's probably going to be pretty good. You're stacking your rookie or your freshman wide receivers. Because I think of all the players, those are the ones that are going to have the largest increase um, from right now to, to next year when we're talking Debbie drafts. Those, I mean, if you're going to stack wide receivers in the offenses, do it in USC and Ohio State. Uh, we'll just recap this last round. Rasheed Rice, wide receiver. Uh, JT Sanders, the tight end at Texas. Roderick Robinson, running back at Georgia. Connor Wegman, quarterback somewhere. Uh, Jalen Hyatt, wide receiver. Uh, Luke Schoonmaker, tight end at Dallas. Jackson Arnold, quarterback at Oklahoma. Trey Benson, running back at Florida State. Tony Williams, wide receiver at Clemson. Uh, Jaden Reed, wide receiver for the Packers. Tucker Craft, tight end for the Packers. And Makai Lemon, the wide receiver at USC. That is our uh, three-round draft here. Shane, do you want to teach us something? Yes, that I will. Uh, we're, we're going all the way to Eastern Russia here uh, in the, the Kronotsky Nature Reserve, uh, which is a nature reserve now. It used to be a refueling station in, during the Cold War. And so there, there's been a lot of like kerosene and gasoline containers left there. It's still used as kind of a helipad takeoff and departure. And so it's a nature reserve now. So there is a number of bears that live there and they have, uh, they are addicted to sniffing the gasoline and kerosene in the Kronotsky, um, you know, nature reserve. And it's gotten to a point here this is about 10 years ago where if they see a helicopter, they will run at the helicopter, these bears, because it smells like gasoline um, <laughs> and they're just high off of it. So, you know, be careful where you're leaving your giant canisters of gas 
and uh, kerosene. This is, this is about 10 years ago, and apparently it's still ongoing. So it's been a decade of this. Oof, I like that. Hey, watch out for them bears. Um, I'm going to go first on my buys and sells here, and I'm going to go specifically at the incoming freshman class. Um, my buy just as a whole, as you can tell in this draft, I'm buying the incoming wide receivers, right? Especially with the guys that went in really good spots. Um, I drafted, what, four of them, five of them, something like that. Zachariah Branch, Carnell Tate, Brandon Ennis, Makai Lemon drafted four. Um, I want the guys that are going to good offenses that have the best chance to, to succeed, right? We saw, even with players that, that didn't necessarily, like, produce a lot their, their freshman year, right? Look at Julian Fleming still being drafted in Devi leagues, right? Like, and he hasn't really done anything. Um, so if I can take a boom out of one of those two Ohio state guys, and maybe one just continues to be drafted and continues to have value, um, like Fleming, I'll take it. My cell is, uh, every running back in the draft or in that, uh, incoming freshman class except for Cedric Baxter and Justice Haynes like I don't want anyone else like I I don't know it's just not for me this is not going to be the year where I'm stocking up on running backs um, from from the incoming freshman class like I would just rather take them year two and have to pay a little bit more for them than miss repeatedly on, on some of these guys um my unknown stock is just one tight end in particular. It's Deuce Robinson. I just don't know how we should be valuing him, right? Because it's not like he was going to go in a draft like this. Like, is he even going to go in a five-round Devi draft? I don't know if I would have taken him if we did two more rounds of this. So I, I just don't know. That one's completely unknown to me. That's fair. I I, I think that's a good call on Deuce Robinson. I think he's a big, big unknown. Like, part of me wants to love him. Part of me wants to never touch him. Yeah. Like, I, I he's very exciting as a player, right? Yeah. But, like, where is he going to fit? Is he actually going to be a traditional tight end? Is he going to be split out wide? Like, there's a lot of questions that have to be answered right away. And, obviously, this is the cheapest you're ever going to get him because you could basically get him at the 512 in all of these drafts, right? Um but I don't know. I, I can go next. Um, my buy is is the rookie tight ends, and I've been tweeting about it. I mean, we, we talked up this tight end class for so long, and then they get great draft capital, and then no one drafts them in, in rookie drafts. Like, you know, even in, in our draft and a combined draft, I think there's such value. As much as patient as you usually have to be with rookie tight ends, I think it's worth taking and stashing, especially with taxi spots. Um my sell, I actually don't, didn't feel like I don't have a great sell this week. I think I'm going to sell Barry and Brown. Um, I th- I think I'd rather have, like, a, looking at our draft, like a Connor Wigman. You know, I think I'd rather take a shot on Keytron Allen or JT Sanders than Barry and Brown, as Nelly commented when he, you know, picked him a uh, new quarterback. W- what's that system going to look like in Kentucky? Like, I have some fear that Brown could fade backwards. Uh, so he's kind of dropping down my rankings. Am I unknown? We talked about it a bit on the second podcast is the um, 2025, uh, you know, quarterbacks um, that are eligible for the 2025 NFL draft. Like, it's bad. We're looking at three to four players, the entire class at quarterback that are actually going to start the year um, at quarterback. And a couple of them are not. NFL relevant. So you're really down to the ones we drafted. I mean, it's Kate Klubnick from Clemson, Drew, Drew Aller from Penn State, and Connor Wigman from Texas A&M. The rest of the class is like a, a, a just just crap, you know. So I think if you have Malik Murphy, you have a Walker Howard, you can still get something for them. I probably try to get a, a last round Debbie pick for him. Yeah, that class is kind of scary at this at this point. Um. I'm going to start with my sell. I'm selling J.J. McCarthy, quarterback for the Michigan Wolverines. Um, as as what always happens when the draft finishes, mocks for the next year start coming out. The too early mocks, which are in fact too early, 
Um, and we know that because JJ McCarthy's getting mocked in the first round in some of these. He's just he's not a first round quarterback. Um, doesn't have the talent, doesn't have the experience, doesn't have like doesn't really I, I, like he doesn't have the 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 production or the like efficiency numbers, and that's not going to change at Michigan. Michigan does not produce passing players like op- offensive like receivers, quarterbacks. That's just not going to happen. And they have um, both of their running backs back, right? So it's not like the offense is going to shift. Um, he's just not a first-round quarterback. Uh, sell while the buzz is out there. I don't know how many people actually buy into those first-round mocks, but someone's out there. Um, my buy is uh, more unknown of a guy. I'm buying TJ Harden, running back at UCLA. He's a second-year guy. Um Played as basically as Zach Charbonnet's backup last year. He's kind of a re, uh, he's kind of a, a regen of Zach Charbonnet, six two two ten as a as a true freshman last year. Kind of under the radar, but he had over seven seven yards per carry last year for them. And the expectation was Carson Steele transferring from Ball State was going to be the lead there. But uh, all indications are that TJ Harden has has been the best backfield in that or best back in that backfield in the spring. So. Um, Super, super cheap, right? You can get him for for basically free in C2Cs. Um, Definitely not rostered in Debbie's, but uh, at least bookmark his name. Keep keep tabs on him um, because better to be too early than too late. My unknown is Keon Coleman, wide receiver for the transfer portal currently. Um, Was at Michigan State last year. Was pretty productive, more productive than Jaden Reed was, which is impressive. He's a... He played uh, college basketball in college as well. So super athletic guy, 6'3". Um, he's been offered by just about everyone, uh, which is super promising. Just went on a visit to Florida State, which would be super fun. I just get worried with a guy transferring this close to the season, um, how integrated into the offense he can be right away, and if that can potentially stunt his growth. But I'm also excited about the prospect of him kind of shooting up boards if he plays really well for a good team. That is it here for us at the Debbie Marketplace. Please remember to, wherever you're listening to this podcast, click on the description, join the Discord. It's completely free. And if you want our Debbie rankings, just $25 a year. It's going to be some of the cheapest Debbie rankings you can really get. Uh, So make sure you join that and, and we'd be happy to have you. But for all of us here at the Debbie Marketplace, just want to say thanks so much for listening. And we appreciate every single one of you.